Well, what a great morning we're having, aren't we? Bless the Lord. Oh, we need to be able to see what God can see, huh? So often we think we're weak. So often we look around and we think things are going bad, but God says they're going good. Sometimes we can't see it. You know, I I was just reading the Word and and I thought, Lord, you've given us two eyes to see. With our left eye, we can see in the natural. We see what all the things around us in the physical world. But God also gives us the right eye. With the right eye, we can see what he can see. We can see beyond what is just in the physical realm. We can be see, see into the spiritual realm. We can see what God can see. Hallelujah. What a joy it is. The Bible says, Eye has not seen, nor has ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. But he has revealed it to us by his Spirit. And it takes an open right eye. Hallelujah. It takes a spiritual eye. God, we might have eyes to see. Hallelujah. And, and, And to believe God. So that when we think we're weak, we can see that he sees that we're strong. Hallelujah. We think we're not loved. The right eye opens up and we can see that God loves us from the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. Or to see like he sees. He loves you with an unfailing love. His love for you and I doesn't uh, peter out. It does not dependent upon whether we perform and do the things that uh, we should do. He, he just loves us. Praise God. And to be able to see that love and be able to see how God cares for us so much is a great thing. Well, we're talking about open eyes this month. What a great topic. Open eyes. And we heard about that scripture that Harmony brought up again, that, you know, the servant of God, all he could see was the army surrounding him, and his heart was full of fear until his eyes opened. And Pastor Paul brought that word to us about open eyes. Because you see, to start with, he didn't see the whole picture. He could only see some of the picture. He could only see some of the reality. But when God opens your eyes, you can see the whole picture. And I tell you what, it's good to know God. It's good to know that he's for you, not against you. He loves you with an unfailing love. And then last week, what a great word that was. Whatever he says to you, do it. Thanks, Pastor Ruth, for bringing us that word. Whatever he says to you, just do it. Hallelujah. And see that God's a good God. He's got a plan for you. Man, it might look grim, but honey, God's got an answer. And, and, and whatever he tells you to do in the word, uh, just do Oh, that was a good word. Praise God. That was a good word. So, so let me read you a scripture uh, here from, uh, from uh, well, where is it from? Genesis 13, verse 14. And the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had parted from him, look around from where you are. Another version says, look up from where you are to the north and the south and the east and the west, and all the land that you see I will give to you and to your offspring forever. How far can you see? How far can you see today? Are you limited to just your physical, uh, to just the physical realm? There's more to life than just this physical world. You are a spirit. 
You live in a body and you have a soul. There's a spiritual element to life. Many people can't see it. They feel it sometimes. They can't see it. Can't see what God wants to do in their lives. And God said to Abraham, God wanted to bless this man Abraham and wanted to prosper him and give him offspring. And he was, he was getting older and older. And, and God had to, 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 to ignite his faith. So he takes him up on the hill and says, whatever you can see, how far can you see, Abraham? As far as you can see, I'm going to give it to you. And Abraham's looking. Hallelujah. And God began to work faith in his heart as he began to see. God began to ignite faith in his heart to believe because he saw beyond the natural. He saw into the possibilities that God has for him. And Presence Night, man, what a great night Presence Night was the other Sunday night. Wow, don't, you, don't miss those nights. Man, that was a night. But in part of that night, God showed to me a, 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 a vision of, of, of the land covered in ashes. Just a, an ash covering all the grass, all the fields, just covered in ash. And then out of the ash, I started to see shoots, nice, full, green shoots coming up out of the ashes. I said to the Lord, Lord, what's that? What's that, Lord? Well, it said, though these shooting up out of the ashes are unfulfilled promises that this year I'm going to activate and bring into being. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In this year. And we stood together, didn't we? We stood together. And as we stood there, I looked over and people were reaching out to God because we're all carrying unfulfilled things. Things that we felt that God spoke to us years ago and that hasn't come in yet. But I could see these shoots coming up out of the ashes of what has happened. Hallelujah. And God said, oh, they're unfulfilled promises, Ian. And I saw many of you reaching out saying, oh, God, yes, let... Let your promise shoot up. Hallelujah. Out of the soil into life. Isaiah 61 and verse 11 says, For as the soil makes the sprout come up and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord, the sovereign Lord, will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. In other words, the good things, the righteous things of God, the righteous promises of the Lord, hallelujah, are about to spring up in your life, hallelujah. The things that bring praise to God. You know, when God answers prayer, hallelujah, we just want to thank Him, don't we? God says, ah, out of the soil of your life, hallelujah, things are going to start springing up. In Mark chapter 4 and verse 26, Jesus said, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground in night and day, whether he sleeps. See, God scattered seed in your heart. Some months ago, some weeks ago, some years ago, God put seeds of faith. God gave you an insight into what he wanted to do. It hasn't happened yet. You see, but night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and it grows. Get ready, church. God is about to bring things to life that have been dead for years. 
hallelujah, that only God could do. He is a sovereign Lord. And he sprouts, though he does not know how. See, you don't know how God does this stuff, do you? But he just does it. And you're not going to know how God is going to answer your prayer and fulfill the promises, but he just is going to do it and just going to start doing things in your life. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head, hallelujah, and then it comes in, praise God. And there's a fruitfulness coming from your life and from my life as we see the things that we've held on to perhaps for years. God begins to fulfill his word to us, hallelujah. Can you see it? Can you see it? I said to the Lord, when I got home, I said, Lord, that, I'm still carrying this thing I can see. He said, I'm carrying it. I said to the Lord when I got home, was there anything else that I should have said? He said, well, and I, and I said, Lord, how, how do we cooperate with you and with your spirit to bring these unfulfilled promises? Because some of them are to do with our kids. Some of them are to do with our families. Some of the things to do with, you know, that do, God loves people. He wants to bless people. And Lord, how do we bring things out of heaven and down to earth? And, uh, and the Holy Spirit, he said, you should have told the people really to see the answers. To get their eyes open and to, and, and to imagine what it would be like if God fulfilled that promise. What does it look like? See, so often we pray the problem, but we need to start praying the answers. So often we get caught up and say, Lord, I'm so sick, I'm so this, I'm so that and the other, and we pray the problem, but faith does not deal with problems. You do not have faith, you do not need faith to get the problem. You've already got it. It doesn't take any faith to get it. Faith deals with answers. Faith deals with what God can see. Faith deals with the future. Faith calls into being that which is not and considers it as it is now and calls it into being. Romans chapter 4. And you and I have the power as we're possessed by the Holy Spirit to call into being those things that are not. What would the, if, if God answered that unfulfilled promise, what would it look like? Let the Holy Spirit use your imagination to see God at work in your situation and begin to speak it, begin to declare it, begin to thank God for it, you see, and begin to praise Him in anticipation. You see, faith sees what God can see. Somebody said, what you can perceive, you can achieve. See, what you can see. If you can't see the possibility, then you're not motivated to go get it. You're not motivated to go after it. You can't see the possibility of a change in your life. If you can't see the possibility of walking with God for the rest of your life, it's difficult to reach out and to move into that area of life. What can we see? Dave and Glennis, as you reached out to the Lord on Sunday, God, yesterday, God gave me a word for you. Do you want it? 
Dave says to me, and when I walked in this morning, he said, I suppose you've got a word for me this morning, have you? I said, as a matter of fact, I have. Get ready. <laughs> Dave, this night when you were standing before the Lord, part of the unfulfilled promises was for your family. This is what God told me yesterday about your family. It's from Isaiah chapter 49, and it says, I will contend with those who contend with you, and your children I will save. And I want you to take, take you again somewhere else. And in Isaiah 44, and I want, how many sons do you have, guys? Uh, I thought so. Isaiah 44, verse 3, through to verse 5. For I will pour water on the thirsty. See, see, see there's going to come the shooting forth of life in your family. For I'll pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. One will say, I belong to the Lord. Another will call himself by the name of Jacob and still another will write on his hand the Lord's and will take the name Israel. If you receive this word, God's going to bring it to pass in a quite remarkable way. Hallelujah. I want you to see the family united, worshipping God together. Hallelujah. Praising God. Father, bring it to pass, I pray. Let this thing spring up out of the ground. Let the family be saved. Lord, pour out your spirit on this dear couple's uh, offspring and on their descendants, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 There's three people sitting in this auditorium this morning, and there is a word that I've written down for three people. And uh, one of them is this. I don't know who it is. It may be more than one. But if you've got faith to receive this morning, God wants to bring his favor into your life and his blessing into your life. Hallelujah. But it will take some faith to receive what I have in my heart for you people. One, you've had, you, there's a damaged right shoulder. It's a damaged right shoulder and it started to hurt. And to the degree that you're not able to lift up your hands above your shoulder and, 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 and do that. The other... Uh, and I'm going to pray for that person in a minute, or those people. And there's another, and your right knee has, has just recently been damaged. Your right knee, and you can't bend your knee very well anymore. In fact, you couldn't kneel very easily anymore. And uh, the third one is there is somebody here that your skin keeps irritating you. And, 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 and it breaks out from time to time and a skin irritation. Are those people here this morning? Just lift your hand. One, two, three, four. Just stand. Just stand, will you? Where you are? Which is yours? Hallelujah. What's yours? What's yours? Right shoulder? You're, <laughs> that's right, yeah. I should have thought about you. Sir, what's yours? Right shoulder. Let's deal with the right shoulder ones first. 
in the in the Old Testament, if someone had leprosy or something like that, uh, they would come to the Lord, and part of the ceremony of recovery was that they would be anointed with oil and they would minister the oil before the Lord first, and then the remaining oil would be placed upon them. And my word to you is, you need to be able to lift your hands and worship and honor God first with your life. And the ministry that comes, see, God wants to bless you in a remarkable way. Because you've got a willing heart, you want to you, you wanna use your hand to, to give and to minister and to help and to help people and to touch people's lives. And the key to, to your release in this is, is, is give God the first part and worship him first and your hand will be strengthened, hallelujah, and you'll be able to give freely. And Lord, I pray right now under the anointing of the Holy Spirit that you'll heal these people that, Father, these shoulders will come unlocked in the name of Jesus. There'll come a freedom this week that they haven't known for, for ages, and that, Lord, there will come just a real touch from heaven. In the name of Jesus, Lord, strengthen them so that, Lord, as they worship first and give you the first part, Lord, that all the rest of their ministry will begin to flow through their hand and through their blessing. Lord, thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, who else? Don't stand down. You, were you with the knee? Who was the knee? Who had the knee? Were they all shoulders? Skin irritation. Was that you? You see, when I was praying about this yesterday, the Holy Spirit said, there are sometimes things that not only irritate your skin, but irritate you. And it's time to drop those things that irritate you and to trust God. Hallelujah. That there's little things that, that just irritate you. They get you upset. And, 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 and God wants to heal that in you. Because, because you're beautiful people. And I, the Lord says, just, just let it go. In the name of Jesus. Lord, just heal them right now. Lord, let this skin thing be healed. And Lord, as a sign to them that, Father, the things that have irritated them over the years will cease in the name of Jesus. And they'll have power over those things so they won't just be irritated anymore. Amen. And Lord, there will come a, a fresh flow of your life and spirit and a sweetness, Lord, that they've not known up to at this point. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 There's somebody here with that knee thing. Who is that? Right knee. Is that you? Hallelujah. Lord, just touch this knee, I pray, in the name of Jesus, and let her know a healing miracle in her life, Lord, that this thing will not irritate her any longer. And Lord, you spoke to me about it, that there is an issue that you just need to... Be. You know, when, when the king or the queen comes in and, and, and the ladies curtsy, they bend their knee, yeah? Or the king or the guys, they bow. They bow. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. The power of God's on you right now. Hallelujah. And, and, and there's just... Something 
that is going to be unlocked that you need to bow your knee, bend your knee to him. Something he's asked of you, maybe years ago. And he's just going to say, the key to this is just to be open and, and to let that go and to say, yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. Let it go. And there'll come a, such an anointing on your life like you've never known up to this point. Unfulfilled promises are going to shoot up. Hallelujah. Receive the word of the Lord this morning. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Those were the three things that I needed to say. See, if you can see things that God sees, so you can enjoy your life that God wants you to have. There's one guy in this, and in in here he comes. Gary, come, come, out, come out here, my good man. This is Gary Peach. He, he's, the, uh, he's the senior dean at Taipa Area School. He's the, uh, the careers advisor. He's been assistant deputy at, uh, at um, where? In Cairo, Fongaroa College. And uh, he's been a great mentor to the Blues rugby team. And, 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 uh, yes, you have. <laughs> in the managing capacity with the Blues in years ago, he's a great guy, helps a lot of people with, with, with their rugby and so on and so forth. You're a good man, Gary. But something good's been happening to you this year. Just mm. the last few months, you're starting to see things that you've never really seen quite this way before. What, what's happening? Yeah, well, uh, thank no, you I'm again. holding on to it. Let it go. No. Well, good. <laughs> You'll go on for ages, and, and I won't have time to finish my sermon. I've got to be serious with you today. Okay, go on. Thank you. Um, yeah, um, I guess through the, through the church and through, uh, through people like Ian and, um, and the worship team, um, I've, I've really, I guess, uh, I've, I've seen some things or the things have happened to me that um, have really moved me. The Lord has come, really come into my life. And, um, and, I, and I've, I've learned through the power of prayer that, that, um, that I do believe. I really do believe, and um, some really wonderful things have happened over the last sort of couple of you know, couple of months again since I've been um, one uh, really reading, doing a lot of reading, and doing daily devotions, and 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 my prayers have been answered. Yeah. Yeah. See, you told me that, that you've never read the Bible like you've been reading it lately, and and and, yeah. and it's a nuisance when it goes past the hour, and you you've got to leave it. Yeah, I, something's I, happening every every morning. Um, <clears throat> I get up in the morning and about 5.30 and I uh, start doing my daily devotions and, and I just keep reading and I'm, I have to pull myself away every morning now to go to work and I, and I, don't, I don't like doing that <laughs> but um, yeah I know some, some amazing things have happened and uh, I just thank, you know, thank the Lord above all glory goes to him yeah amen. Amen. amen and we're excited about this new home group in Kaio aren't we you and I yeah, yes we are we are actually we are, we we're are. actually going to actually have to be serious no, yeah. no, no, we're going to have a lot of fun. Ian and I, uh, we've developed, and, and Sophia developed a really good friendship recently. And, and I mean, it's, it's meant to happen. Um, I live, I live in, at an Ortar point, and I just throw some rocks over the, over the hill when I, and it hits his house. So, it's... How Christian is that? You need to keep your devotions going, boy. You've got a long way to go. <laughs> no, I do. And, and, and I believe the Lord's, um, the Lord's been working to bring... Uh, Ian into my life and Antiava into my life, and with people like Ruben and, and Harmony and um, and uh, yeah, you know it's amazing. It's just happening, and yeah. Um, yeah. all glory goes to him. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 
Good. Good. Thank you, Gary. Bless you. So home group 6.30, isn't it? 6.30, this one? 6.30. What number? Turner Street? 52. If you want a good home group, that'll be a goodie. Sophie and I will be there. Whether they like it or not. Zephaniah 3. Let's have that up. When he got to page one. This is how God sees you. Chloe sung a beautiful song about how we see ourselves and how God sees us. Look at this scripture. This is how God sees you and I. Sing, daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, Israel. You see, in the Bible, we are the spiritual Zion, spiritual Israel. The Zion is the church. When you read in the Psalms about Zion, it's referring to the church in the New Testament times. And so we see that. So sing, daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart. You say, I don't feel like this. The Lord has taken away your punishment. Hallelujah. That ought to cause us to sing. Boy, there it goes. And he has turned back your enemy. Amen. See, there's an enemy that doesn't like you. There's an enemy that wants you to keep you away from the Lord. Keep you away from serving. Keep you away from giving your life to him. Because he, he, he doesn't like you. But God does. He does. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. Amen. Hallelujah. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, Do not fear, church, Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. You see? So you put your name in there. You say, that day they say, Do not fear, Ian. Don't let your hands hang limp. Lift them up and begin to worship God and begin to stretch them out again to bless and to heal and to minister. Hallelujah. The Lord your God is with you. Marcus, the Lord your God is with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The mighty warrior who saves. Who's with you? Who, who walks with you? The mighty warrior. His name is Jesus. And he can save from any situation and from every situation. Hallelujah, there it is. He will take great deal. <laughs> wow, he, 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 he just loves us. He, he, he's delighted with you. You say, oh, I'm not delighted with me. That's because you're only looking out of one eye. You're only seeing your physical world. But he can see you as you really are. And he, he's delighted in you. you. You're born again. You, you are alive in Christ. He will no longer rebuke you. He, God is not coming to say, put you down or to point out the things that you haven't got all together yet. When you come to say, I don't want to see, I really don't want to meet Jesus because Jesus might point out a few things that I haven't got together. No, no, he's not like that. He's not like that. He just loves you. He delights in you. He, he sees you in Christ. Hallelujah. He cares about you. He, he, he's not going to rebuke us, but he will rejoice over you with... Can, can you... Can you there's someone saying, wait a minute, I can, I'm struggling here. Jesus and God the Father rejoice over you. They are happy as about you. Hallelujah. So much so that they're singing in heaven. Yes. And boy, when they sing, there's a melody in heaven. The angels join in because 
because you're, his, you're one of his kids. He loves you. He, 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 he not only saw you born naturally, but he, was, he rejoiced when you were born again. Hallelujah. Your spirit came alive and began to spring up within you. Hallelujah. He, and he sings. He rejoices. He cares about you. He, he just, oh, have you seen my daughter down there? Have you seen my son down there? See, we don't see God like this. We have another picture too often. Jesus said in Matthew 13, Blessed are your eyes because they see. And your ears because they hear. For truly I tell you many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see but did not see it. And to hear what you hear but did not hear. The Old Testament prophets and all those fellows, they didn't see what you can see. I said, Lord, how else can the unfulfilled promises come in? Yeah, you've got to see it. Imagine it. See the answer. So you begin to thank God for the answer. Quit praying and asking him for the answer. Begin to thank him for the answer and begin to praise him in anticipation of the answer before it turns up because it's on the way. Because you're going to praise him after it turns up. So you might as well start now by faith and, and begin to praise him. Psalm 67 says this. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let some of them, just a few praise you, Lord. No, no, all. Let all the peoples praise you. Then, then what? Then the earth shall yield its increase. Then the sprouts will keep coming up. Hallelujah. Then the growth will keep coming. Hallelujah. The earth will yield its increase. And God, our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Do you, do you see yourself as God sees you? Can you? To really see what God can see, I used that little phrase a minute ago, you have to be born again. You know, you, you, there's a time where you need to receive Jesus and acknowledge him as, as the savior of the world and, and open your life to him and receive his forgiveness. And there comes a point where that needs to happen, you know. And, 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 and if, you, if you've never done that before, then you need to consider that this morning. You say, you say, well, wait a minute. Um, see, many people have been baptized as infants. Music team's going. I'm, I'm, I've got to get finished here soon. Some people are baptized as infants and, and christened as, as children. And that's good. That, that was the faith of your mum and dad saying, Lord, we really want our little one to grow up in the love of God. And, and those are good things. But now as adults, you need to fulfill what was prayed over you when you were a little child, and, and you need to make your own decision to be a follower of Jesus Christ and walk into all the life and the meaning that there is. You say, well, I've never really done that. Well, you need to. You need to make Jesus Lord of your life and, and, and start your, your, your spiritual walk with him. 
And then you'll be able to begin to see what God sees. And see, you'll be able to see and be able to receive. See, there's a verse in Romans chapter 10 that says, you say, well, how, how, how do I really become a Christian, a follower of Jesus? How, how does it happen? How can I walk into that? And, and, and here it is up here now. He says, and if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, hallelujah, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the power of, your, of, of sin in your life. Saved from the power of all the dumb things that have happened in your life. Saved for, 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 from just mediocrity without Christ, you see. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. You see, there's just the two things. One, you say, well, I believe. I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. You're halfway there. But, but the, the second part is there comes a time where you need to confess Jesus as the Lord of your life. See, when I wanted to marry Sophia, I stood at the altar with her. I stood at the front of the church, and the minister said to me, will you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? And I thought, what a stupid question. What do you think I'm here for? And if I didn't say it, he would say it again. Will you take... See, he's waiting for me to confess that this woman is my choice. And until, until I said, yes, I do. Right. Hallelujah. I believed it in my heart, but I had to confess her as my wife. And then I got married. Boy, now that was a great day. Wasn't it, love? Yeah. Boy, we had Valentine's Day. We had a great day. <laughs> I'll talk to her. Next year it'll be better. And, and, and you know, you can, you can believe about God and you can, you can know about Him, but until you make Him your Lord and Savior and open your life to Him, then you, you just don't cross the line. But you do need to. And I'd love to pray with you just before I'm finished. But I'm going to finish with, with, with this. Seven things God sees. You know what God sees? And He wants you to see these things. Number one. God sees your sins laid on Jesus. Hallelujah. When he looks at you, he, he doesn't see you carrying sin because he's put your sin on the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. You don't have to carry all the dumb things you've done. Hallelujah. Because God sees your sin both past and in the future. They're already laid on Jesus Christ on the cross. Number two, God sees your sickness laid on Jesus. That thing that troubles you has already been dealt with at the cross and He wants you to see, hallelujah, that you and I can enter into freedom in our health. Hallelujah. They shall lay hands on the sick, Jesus said, and they shall recover. Praise God. Number three, God sees you already in, in Christ, 
when he looks at you, he doesn't see just you. He sees Christ first because you are in Christ. 130 times in the New Testament, Paul talks about you and I being in Christ and hidden in him. Hallelujah. So when he looks at me, he sees Jesus first. Hallelujah. He does. Number four, God sees his son in you when you receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Then he sees when God looks at you, he sees his son within you, you and him and him and you. You can be changed, hallelujah, by the power of his spirit. God sees you, number five, not under law, but under grace. When he looks at you, he doesn't see you just under the law. You shall not, you shall not, you shall not. That is not it. He says, you shall, you shall, you shall, you shall. Hallelujah. We are what we are by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Number six, God sees you as his sons and daughters. You say, I don't know where I belong. Yes, you do. Hallelujah. You belong to Jesus. If not, you can give your life to him this morning and start that relationship as his son and his daughter. Number seven, God sees the devil and his demons already defeated. He's dealt with the enemy and he wants you to see that, that they were defeated at the cross and you and I have the authority to move into him. Can you see these things? So we fix our eyes, 2 Corinthians 4, not on things that are seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is seen is eternal. Finish. Lift up your eyes and see. For as far as you can see, God said to Abraham, I can give it to you. And it's the same for you as a child of Abraham. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. Lord, give us eyes to see. Lord, help us to see the whole picture. Not just what we can see with our physical eyes, but what you can see. Help us to see what you can see this month of open eyes, especially, Lord. Lord, we've been praying that people's eyes will come open this morning. I pray that it will happen in the name of Jesus.